Welcome to the Spine Talk podcast, brought to you by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. Hello, I'm your host, Philip, and today we're joined by Dr. Ray Bosita. He's an orthopedic spine surgeon with Texas Back Institute. Welcome, Dr. Bosita. I'm glad to be here. So, Dr. Bosita, you have several kids, and I'm sure that you and your family are looking forward to the summer activities, uh, such as swimming. Is that correct? Yes, uh, my kids love going to the pool, to the beach, anything to get out of the hot Texas sun. (laughs) Me too. So uh, going to the pool is a great way to uh, get out of the hot Texas sun. Um, Personally, my kids and I, uh, we love to hang out at the pool on a hot summer day. Uh, We'll play sports in the pool, play basketball, volleyball, uh, swim races, uh, play Marco Polo, especially with the little ones. Um, Pretty much all the things that that, uh, you can do at a pool we've done. So the topic of today's podcast is how to avoid swimming and diving injuries to the head, neck, and spine. So have you had any experience with uh, pool-related injuries or any scares like that in your experience? I'm actually really happy to do this blog with you guys and uh, raise awareness for this type of injury because I myself have almost drowned. My mom had to actually dive into the pool and pull me out while I was drowning on her way to a dinner party while she was wearing like really fancy clothes, diamonds, and all that. Wow. wow. So I'm, I'm very, I consider myself very lucky uh, to be alive uh, after having survived that. And I'm really appreciative that my mom was willing to uh, risk it all, their fancy clothes, to go and get me out of there. Yes, we appreciate that as well. So typically swimming is thought to be a low-impact or effective exercise program for fitness. Um, however, there are some dangers from slips and falls when swimmers are on the surfaces of the pool um, or when, uh, you know, diving, things like that. Um, what back injuries can occur from slipping on a wet surface? So this could be a pool or it could be, you know, in the tub at home. So the problem with uh, being at the pool and seeing all of your friends there is that everyone is excited. They want to get quickly from one place to the other. And there's a reason that the lifeguards told us all when we were kids to walk around the pool. It's because concrete or even some of the surfaces like marble or tile can become very slippery when covered with just a little bit of water. So I've seen a lot of patients in my clinic who injure themselves around the pool by slipping and falling. Um, They could break a leg. They could sprain a wrist. Uh, They may ruin their day essentially by just not taking the precaution of walking around the pool. So how would that be specific to back injuries? What type of back injuries would you see from some of those? So if a person is walking, and usually it's when they're carrying a whole bunch of towels or a bag that has uh, all the pool supplies in it, they'll slip on something because they're walking too fast, and they'll land backwards on their uh, back or on their buttocks, and they'll feel uh, pain that could sometimes go just in the back, or they could even, the pain can go down the legs, and in some cases they could even hit their head too. Hmm. So how can swimmers or you know people uh, pool goers uh, avoid these injuries? So for uh, injuries on the concrete or the cement around the pool, the best way to avoid the fall is to walk carefully around the pool. Remember, just because it doesn't look like it's wet doesn't mean that it's dry, and that some parts of the pool might be more slippery uh, than others. And always listen to the lifeguard, right? They should. So diving accidents are one of the more troubling causes of water-related injuries. What type of back, spine, or neck injuries uh, can occur from the diving uh, or even jumping into the water? These are some of the saddest cases that I see as a spine surgeon. Sometimes uh, a group of kids will be 
uh, messing around and someone will dive into a pool that they think is deep but it's really shallow um, that kid could hit their head on the bottom of the pool at a pretty high velocity sometimes these kids have a broken necks sometimes they even need surgery luckily most of the time it can cause uh, pain or sometimes a mild concussion but I always do remember cases where some kids do get seriously hurt by diving accidents. And I would assume that some of these injuries could happen from people jumping onto other people in the pool. Is that right? It can. Again, uh, once people start jumping in the pool, they start to do wild and crazy things. (laughs) They start um, uh, jumping on top of each other. Uh, They'll start trying to carry each other on their uh, backs. And then uh, that's when things can sometimes get out of hand. So how can divers uh, avoid some of these injuries? Well, the first thing is before diving into a pool, this seems pretty obvious, but a person should know how deep the water actually is. So get in the pool gently or jump in feet first. Determine how deep the water really is. Sometimes the pools um, may not be labeled or sometimes they may be labeled wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so especially if the pool is an unfamiliar one, the... Uh, potential diver must know if it's where the deep end of the pool really is. So uh, this sounds more for um, recreational divers or swimmers. What would you say to the competitive divers out there? So my hats is off to the competitive divers out there because certainly diving off of platforms that are 10 and 20 meters high and off of rocks and off of cliffs, it's it's really amazing to watch. Uh, Those people are trained and they take this very, very seriously. The people who get into trouble are the people like you and me who see someone dive off of a cliff and we want to do it too. We may over-rotate. We may under-rotate. We could actually hit the water, the surface of the water, at a high enough velocity to get hurt even if we never hit the bottom. Hmm. So let's talk about some of the red flags. What are some of the signs that uh, diving or jumping accident might be serious enough to seek a professional treatment? Uh So the first thing I think about is a head injury. So if a person gets knocked out or they're unconscious, they don't remember the event, um, they become nauseous and start vomiting, that person needs to get seen right away. The other thing is uh, loss of function. If a person has a weakness in their arms or legs, especially if they're complaining of a lot of neck pain, that person needs to come in uh, right away. And then, of course, pain. If something hurts uh, bad enough, there could be a muscular injury, there could be a um, bony injury, and that person should also be seen right away because even if the workup is negative in the emergency room, it's always better to be safe than sorry because we never want to miss a fractured uh, vertebrae in the neck. We never want to miss a head injury. never want to miss a really bad concussion either. Hmm. So uh, finally, for serious swimmers or families at the pool like yourself, do you have any other thoughts on water-related injuries or safety uh, this summer? Well, certainly I encourage everyone to have fun at the pool this summer. Um, Like with most things, uh, think before you act. Uh, Bear in mind to keep uh, safety at the forefront of whatever you do. And this includes things like swimming alone or watching the little kids around the pool also. Because although the pool can be an awesome source of fun, a good way to pass the time, and a cool way to hang out with friends, you know, uh, it's still a relatively deep body of water. And um, we always have to think about safety first. Thank you, Dr. Basita. I appreciate your time and great information today. Uh, For more information about Dr. Basita and swimming-related injuries, check out our blog at www.texasback.com. 
We'd also love to connect with you, so you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Also, subscribe to this podcast for more stories like this. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode of Spine Talk Podcast.